Thank you for tuning in to the Dr. Leslie Inspires podcast, where we empower, educate, and inspire mothers and sons to recognize, understand, and free themselves from difficult mother-son relationships. More on this podcast content can be found in Dr. Leslie's book entitled The Selfish Mother's Survival Guide. And you can get your copy today on Amazon. If you need to renew your mind, then you are in the right place. And now your host and mindset coach, Dr. Leslie. Well, hello, hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome to our show on today. And I am so excited to have our special guest, Mr. G, whom I have had the pleasure of meeting. And I'm going to let G tell more about himself and his background. But before we get started, I want to go ahead and Mr. G is going to go ahead and start us in prayer. So without further ado, Mr. G, will you go ahead and get us started in prayer? Yeah. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us together, Lord. Allow this podcast to be pure, God, and everything that you allow to come out of our mouths, God, allow it to be from you. We thank you for opening doors, opportunity. Whoever may hear this, may they be blessed, may they get an understanding and clarity. And may I do your work, may we do your work in a mighty matchless name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you. So one of the things I wanted to get started with in our conversation, meeting you, you have a wife yes, and you are 23 years old. 22. I'll be turning 23 January the 23rd. Oh, that's coming up soon. So yeah. one of the things that strikes me with Mr. G is he's 22 going on 23, but he has an old soul. He actually speaks like somebody who is well into their 30s. So I just want to get started with you telling us a little bit about your background and some of the challenges that you faced growing up that made you who you are today. And then we're going to roll into a conversation talking about your relationship with your mom. This is the Dr. Leslie Inspires podcast, where we talk about mothers transforming their relationship with their sons, and then we're going to end with you giving mothers some tips on how to transform their relationship. So okay. let's go ahead and get started with you just telling us a little bit about you. So I'm 23 years old. I am from a place in Pennsylvania by the name of Chester, PA. I was not raised in Chester, PA. I was raised somewhere called Darby, Pennsylvania. Uh, I went to school. My name of my school was Walnut Elementary School. And then my high school years was Penwood High School. I lived with my mom for most of my life. However, I did go to see my dad and grandparents on the weekends. So, you know, I love going there on the weekends. That kind of would give me some space away from everything in school. I could clear my mind. Let's see. I graduated in 2018. I did homeschool my last two years of high school. I decided to do homeschool because it was better for me to focus. I went to a public school. So a lot of times with a lot of kids, it's harder to focus and, you know, get an education. So that was the best move for me. So that is an opening introduction about, about me. So having told us that little bit of background about you, Tell us about your relationship with your mom. So I'm the youngest out of two siblings. I have a brother, I have a sister. My brother is 31, my sister is 30. I'm the youngest. We have different fathers, all had the same mother, but growing up, it wasn't always like that. And because I was younger, a lot of times she catered to them due to the fact that they were on decline 
which means they were in high school. They were doing the sports. They were doing things and being active. She was also younger. So it was, she was active in her early career. I was growing up, I was the baby. It wasn't much for me to do, but to look up to them. So when that started off, that was fine. I looked up to my brother. I looked up to my sister and my mother. As I got older, as I began to get to 10 years old, 12 years old and things like that, I felt as though that I had lack of support. I've always had my father in my life. He's always done things, you know, made sure that I was okay, clothes, food, like that. But home, it wasn't the same. Home, it felt like it was me against the world. I went through times where I felt like I couldn't really talk to my mom due to the fact that she just had a better understanding of my other two siblings. I also felt like because we had different fathers that she felt she was obligated to give them a little more, especially my dad, you know, went out of his way to do for me. What people felt to realize in my life, it was a total opposite. My dad did a lot, but he done little. And I wanted my mother to, to be the one that I go to. I didn't want it to be the other way. I don't think that she understood that while I was young. I believe that that's something that she started to understand as I got older and as I matured. Okay. Our relationship grown as I got older. It wasn't as strong as, as I was young, but when I got older, I yearned for her a little more. And I felt like I, I got enough of the father stuff because he was always there. Wanted to, you know, really indulge in my mom and get to know her. I feel as though that I opened up a little more. I kind of pushed the issue because it's something that I wanted. Mm -hmm. um, and by me pushing the issue, I kind of, I guess she she went away. She she pushed away from it because I maybe she felt as though that she was not as close to me as she thought. You mm -hmm. know, because they like we know our kids and we're close to them, and you know. You can't you can't tell me this about my child. I know my child, but it's different when you haven't gotten an individual relationship. Yes, that that is very important to have an individual relationship with each individual child, because although we are one, we are different. Did you actually have that conversation with your mom? Because I think a lot of parents struggle with that. That is a conversation that I've had with my mom multiple times. How did she respond? Um, kind of hurt, you know. A lot of times she would ask, you know, is it, you know, when, when am I not doing for you? Um, you know, do I need to do more? She used to call herself a bad. And one thing about it, I never bashed my mom. And I never made her feel like she wasn't enough. I just wanted her love to show a little more. You know, I lived up north. So up north is hard. You know, it's cold. It's just not cold outside, but a lot of people up there, because it's a lot of poverty, because it's a lot of single families, the mother is the primary source. So she was very strict, you know, growing up, and she never showed too much of the nurturing. Mm -hmm. Wow. So I What I wanted, I was getting from my father instead of who I was supposed to get it from. And I always looked at it like that. And we we had an understanding and we had an agreement, but it was just something that it came around a little, it didn't come around too late because nothing is never too late, but it didn't come at the time that we both wanted it to. Right. So when you define what you did not get, how would you define it? And the fact that you didn't get it, did you seek it in other ways or other places? Yeah. At first, when I wasn't getting it, it, it transferred to wanting to get it through girls, you know, wanted to- Other females. Right, other females, you know, mm -hmm. uh, wanted to talk to them, wanted to get to know them, seeing if they can give me that, you know. Overall, how I've looked at it now that I matured and I got older, 
it was the biggest blessing that she did not do all that stuff because mm. it, it prepared me and it showed me how to love my wife. How? Because through not getting the nurturing, I didn't see, I couldn't see everything that it was about. So when I met my wife and all only thing that she ever wanted to do was nurture, I've grown to respect it when she does things for me, when she shows me that side of her. And I don't take it for granted because it's something that I didn't have growing up. So you appreciate it more coming from your wife because you didn't yes. have it growing up. Okay. Hey, I felt like my mom paved the way for her to come into my life and ah. to accept it the way I do. So I know earlier when we talked, you talked about you wanting a family at a young age. You've always had it in you to desire a wife. Yes. People would kind of sway you in different ways and saying, you're too young, live your life. You're too young for that. Yeah. Do you think that God allowed that to happen with your mom to prepare you for your wife? I know you just said that part, but it sounds like it's it's it prepared you in a way that you were able to receive your wife. Yes. Receive, I guess, as a blessing, because a lot of women can't receive that part of a man as right. a blessing. Some right. people look at it as he's doing too much. It's, it's too much. Right. You know what I mean? Because you're paying too much attention to them. Women right. believe that they want it, but then right. when they get it, it's too much. Right. So I got lost in my train of thought looking at something else. But it sounds to me like God prepared you for that, mm -hmm. you know, with your wife. I know you just said that, but it's it's. It's, it's something different that I'm I'm thinking. Uh, so a virgin receives. When the Lord says to wait unto marriage, mm -hmm. he's not talking about sex, mm. but talking about intellectually. Because I lacked the things that I thought I needed, I loved the things that waited for me. Ooh, things that were kept for me. My wife was kept for me because of my obedience. Every time that I was told no, God opened another door and he said yes. And just because I didn't see it didn't mean that it wasn't there. But because I stayed, you know, grounded and I stayed rooted to him, I'm able to have who I have now. Wow. And that, that is the reason for why that happened. Hmm. So going back to your mom, do you feel like you forgive her for not giving you the love and nurturing that you need? Oh, definitely. Definitely forgive her for that because it's her. it was her job to be a nurturer. They didn't say in what way. It didn't have to be perfect. Do you think it she didn't... nurtured your other, your other siblings? I think she nurtured them differently. So I think that this is what comes with maturity. Mm -hmm. Nurturing isn't just nurturing. So somebody giving you a hug and telling you that things are going to be okay, you can call that nurturing. But lessons are nurturing too. Lessons brought me comfort in the midst of the storm. There's certain things that she said to me that has stuck more to me than a hug can ever do. Wow. So could it be that God just knew what you God knew? I personally needed. God just knew what wow. I personally needed. Do you feel like it was tough love at all? I felt like it was tough love the whole way. <laughs> but I, 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 love, I love it now. I respect it now because I see it in my child. I see it in my wife. And loving tough doesn't mean that you have to be stern. But 
love, love covers a multitude of sins. Love isn't easy. It's not easy anger. It's not easily to wrath. It's not boastful. It's not prideful. So when you look at love, it's not fairy tale. Love hurt. Wow. Love you hurt. Know what? Sometimes, just as much as the Lord gives you, gave you that mother, yeah, help grow you up and to be this man that you are now, your wife. Yes. Your wife. Now, yes. I have known your wife since she was in the, I think, seventh, eighth grade. Yeah. And when I met you or heard that she was getting married or was married, I thought, mm. was this? Yeah. <laughs> because I know that she's a tough cookie. I know that she's anointed, but I Very also cool. know that she is a tough cookie, like I said. And so when I met you, I already knew. I said, he has to be very, very strong because she's very, very strong, which means yes. if y'all are still married, you have to be stronger. Yes. <laughs> you know what I yes. mean? But from what I see, her being with you has matured her in so many ways for the good. The good, yeah. She's a different person. Yeah. She's the same person, but... It sounds to me like you two have brought out the best in each other. Yeah. And much like the situation with your mom, it wasn't easy. May not no. have been the way that you desired it to be. Yeah. But the purpose was served. It was served, you, right. You have served her well. You are serving her well. And yeah. just to hear the conversation and the level of respect that you two give to one another in the open. Mm -hmm because I don't know what goes on behind closed doors, but some people don't give each other that respect in the open, let alone yeah. closed doors. So how has that been for you? It's been, it's been great for me. When I, when I first met my wife, it was not easy. Marriage starting off was engagement, you know, and then marriage, it was hard. It was hard. We went through stuff. We, we didn't know we liked each other. We said all type of stuff. It was just growing pains it was not we didn't even have a honeymoon we didn't have anything that you hear people say that you're supposed to have and that's how you know that it's, it's god yeah few many are called few are chosen and you know it's a it's a difference and it separates it's a divine line i call it the fork in the road everybody mm. yes so i just feel as though when we got together we shook things up so mm -hmm. whenever you a nest stuff is going to come out that nest that's right even then when i i did pest control i remember one time i, I took down many hornets nests this particular time I, I went to this house and i did it the same way i would do everything else i got my pole i went up there and i hit it and it stung me straight in my head and that was the first time that i ever got stung by the nest mm. but if you disturb a nest it shall attack yeah. you know and 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 Whoever works for that nest is going to come after you. So when you're dealing with people that have spirits and you're dealing with people that they're worldly, worldly things will try to attack the force field that you have. But you mm -hmm. got to believe God. God is the living force field. So I say to my wife that we were pierced, but we weren't penetrated. Woo! Jesus. You know, Amen. on the cross. He was pierced, but he well, he wasn't penetrated. When he rose, he risen with all power in his hands. He showed mm. his the, the the nails that went in his hands, but he was healed. Yes. Pure. So 
when you go through things in life, that's just how I look at them. So all the challenges that me and her went through, my mom, any people, anybody that I encounter that I have struggles with, that's how I tend to think about things. Wow. Amen. <laughs> that was deep. That was deep. That was good. 23 years old, folks, end of this month, 23 years old, not even there yet. We need to not change the numbers around 32. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 32-year-olds can have yeah. that conversation. What is it that keeps you there? Or what is it that kept you there through the challenges? I had the support. I had support from my wife. Like I said, everything that I thought I didn't have when she came and she stuck there, I said, that's my rib. You know, and one thing about a rib is going to stick with you. It sticks to the side. So mm. she's all. He's always been there. My mom wasn't supposed to be my rib. Mm. My mom is my mother. Whoever's my oh, rib. Lord. Whoever's my rib is my wife. Oh, Lord. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because some men out there don't understand that. Their well, me, mom is their rib. Let me break it down. Please. Your mom is not your rib. A man has to have a wife because you are supposed to not only hunt for her, but she is your helpmate. You're the bronze, but she is the, she is the backbone. If you have backbone, you have no foundation. So I got all this chest, I got muscles, I uh, face, my whole front body, see my feet. But if I have no backbone, this is this is not fun this is not functional. Mm. A lot of men, in the eyes of God, make their mom their wife because they put her on a higher pedestal where the wife is supposed to be. Mm. So you wonder why, you know, when you meet a woman and she's trying to pull you from, from that because she's naturally supposed to. Wow. And as a, he says in the Bible, that when you find a wife, you uh, all you obtain favor from him. Yes, favor sir. from him. That's right. It's because she is divinely orchestrated and connected to you through this. He blew, blew breath into us through dust, but he took Adam's rib and he made woman. Mm. So, so therefore, that has to be. Yeah. So what do you say to a man? You just spoke to a man and you just spoke to a woman. But how do you get a man who has been coddled, who has been spoiled, who, you know, doesn't know how to do anything? How do you get him to understand that? Or do you think there's anything in him that wants to really understand? You know, some men, they put their like you said their wife their mother in front of their wife mm -hmm. and some men because of the benefits that they get with their mom mm -hmm. they don't want to be held accountable as a man mm -hmm. how do you even speak to a man to get him to change man to man yeah man to man or the right woman will push you to fall not fall in negativity but fall to christ Mm. push you to fall and once you fall your eyes shall be open and once your eyes open you have to seek him to see the order and where it is you need Ooh, to put it's him it's yourself as the man it's your wife it's your children then it's your family mm. that's order that's right you go to god for the answers then you come back and you tell your wife then you pray together. Then you bring your children in. Your family is grounded. You can't go to God, go to your mama, go to your wife, Kyle. It just don't work like that. And listen, if I'm lying, 
if you are in a situation like that, look at the situation and you will see that I'm telling the truth because you're in a situation because you're in the wrong order. Wow. So you can make some adjustments. And once you make the adjustments, you will see. Now, yeah, now maybe it'll get rocky and maybe you're not supposed to have the same relationship as a child boy with your mom as you are when you are a man. You're not supposed right. to because you have business. You, 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 you have to repopulate this earth and you have to do that with, with who God chosen you to be. So that relationship, it has to grow. And a lot of parents don't grow with the child. They don't know how because they weren't shown. So it doesn't allow the child to grow. So the child think, well, I'll do anything for my mom. Or mm -hmm. I'll do anything for my father. Me doing anything for my, for my mom almost got me divorced. Wow. Oh, okay. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about, because I remember you, oh, my goodness. I remember you said it almost got you divorced because you were listening to your mom. Yes. And it, it was when your mom passed away. Yes. That you got the revelation. Talk about that, Mr. G. Yeah. So the, the moment my mom passed away, I, I felt it. It was like something left. We weren't on good terms, but we made amends because I always talked to my mom. So I always told her what I seen in the spirit. I'm very gifted. Me and my mom, she was a pastor. So we always connected like that. Um, when she left and I looked back and I looked back, the husband that she had, how my family acted and every and everything like that. We always holding on to her as the source. Mm. So when God seen that and he seen what that was doing to her and how much it was stressing her. And because I care for her so much and I was around her, she started to look at me as the man in her life and not the son. Now you have to go in the spirit with me. You can't think mm. negative. I mean by that is a woman naturally that does not have a man, but has a son and the son is a man. She is naturally going to look at him as the, the head of the household. Mm -hmm. So I became the head of the household. So God known that and he needed to make room. So what he did, because it's his child, he brought my wife, he brought her husband at the same exact time. Mm. Now because of disobedience, I went one direction and she went the other direction. Because she did not have a strong leader in front of her, God chose to take her. Mm. She didn't. She she didn't have a family anymore. And I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about a husband. He wasn't okay. interested in being a husband. He just found a woman of God that he just wanted to be with. And my sisters and brother, they never went to God on their own. So when she left, they didn't know what to do. And I was the only one to this day that I'm I'm okay. Because I said, ah, I got it. I said, you were here to make room for my wife. You were here to show me these things. And now you must leave because your job is complete. Jeez. My mom's job was complete. So when I realized that, I was able to go to the funeral home. I looked at her body and I thanked her. Wow. And dropped a tear. And that was it. Wow. So we had a conversation about unforgiveness, which is one of the chapters that I talk about in my book. Mm -hmm. You felt that was something that your mom dealt with. Yes. Uh, in life before she died and maybe have even died with some unforgiveness. Yes. Can you talk about that? Yes. It was more of self 
self-guilt for things. My mom always dreamed big and she wanted things, but she couldn't get outside of the corner. She blamed herself for it. She didn't properly know how to fight and it hurt her because with all the gifts and things that she had and all mm. the things tell people that would manifest, she couldn't do it for her. And wow. she never did that with anybody but me. So over time, it, 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 it broke her down. And I talked to her, I tried to encourage her, but she wasn't able to, to snap out of that. Mm -hmm. And I, I honestly felt like this. Um, my mom woke up one time before she, she passed away. She woke up and I feel like God showed her, this is nothing to have on earth. Mm. Everything that you were supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Now, when she woke up, I believe that she had a choice to come back. She had a choice to stay with him. And I'm glad mm -hmm. she chose because by staying with him, she found she finally picked herself and she finally had the courage to get out the corner. She wow. found it. So her dying, greatest thing that not only that she has done, because the Lord says that death is a blessing. To be absent from the body is to be present with Christ. Is to be right. So that was the greatest thing that she'd done. And I believe she talks to me and she tells me all the time, I won. I won. And I'm so happy and I'm so proud for her. Because I, I wouldn't want her back here. Yeah. Because here was keeping her in the corner. The other thing, too, as we prepare to close, and we're going to have you back again, Mr. G. This is just so good, so deep. But the thing is, when she left, mm -hmm. and she left some of her spirit here with you. Yes. You have the mantle. So yes. all of the things... <laughs> that she did not get here on earth are yes. released to you. Yes. They're released to you. So it's your job to get them. They're already here. You yes. are received. So what she left in her spirit, you go in the spirit and get them get because yes. they are here. Yes, they are. I, I learned that after yeah. my mother's death because some things happen too. Something happens. When yeah. a loved one dies, something happens in the spirit if you can receive it. Yes. And it sounds like you received it. I did. And I, I just I want to take it a little further, like receive it in the spirit and receive it in the natural. Take right. it in the natural. Because part of the battle that we don't take here on earth, it's available to us, but it's yeah. a fight. It's not just going to be handed over to us. No. Like you fought for your marriage. You are fighting for your marriage. And the devil, he ain't going to just let you have no. it. At all, so it's the same thing. Your mother, yeah. she just was not, she couldn't win it. She could yeah. have won it, but she did not. But the right. battle was hers, right? She knew the Lord. It's not like she didn't know him. You yes. know him too. And part of generational curses, we have to fight. Have to fight. So I would yeah. encourage you to fight just as hard for those things that your mother didn't receive, just like David. There were some things that he couldn't do, but Solomon went ahead and built the temple. Yeah. So it is with you. Yes. Just, just receive it. Just receive it. Woo, 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 woo. That was so great. So do you have any ending words for us today uh, until we meet again? Yeah, ending words for everybody. Find, find your alignment. Find your place. It's okay to find order. God is about order. The kingdom is order. You, we have to go there. We can't go there unless we come as a child. That's order. Yeah. You know, sound mind and pure heart, you know, structure, discipline. 
resilience is everything is about order. So if you're struggling in your marriage or you're struggling, you know, just by yourself, find your place and don't let nobody tell you once God says something to you, let that be it. Let yeses be yeses and nays be nays. Yes. Wow. Amen. This has been so good. Thank you. But thank you so much. Can you go ahead and close us out in prayer? Yes, uh, Lord, thank you. Thank you for bringing this together. Lord, thank you for all the words that were spoken. Allow this to touch anybody and everybody that was listening, God. We praise your name, God. I look forward to doing this again. Allow each time that we do this, that we touch people across nations in the name of Jesus. Everybody have a blessed day. Thank you for watching us and God bless. God bless you. Thank you, G. Until the next time. I loved this episode. If that sounds like you, please consider helping someone else by rating, reviewing, and following the show. This helps us support more mothers and sons and move them toward the peace of mind they desire. And if you want to be a part of the DLI community, send us an email at info at drlesleyinspires.com and be sure to include your name and email address so that we can add you to our email list for updates. For additional resources, you can visit our website at www.drlesleyinspires.com. Dr. Leslie Inspires.com.